0: Okay, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. dot uh, com. We will get to the new episode in just a moment. The new episode called "Better in Barlight." It's true. And uh, just some so, uh, some quick things here before we get started with it. Uh, the breaking news and such. I am your host. I am Carrie Jackson. Hello. Hello. This is this is Zach Shutt. Hi, I'm Zach. Supervillain, villain, super producer. Zachshutt dot com. It's true. <laughs> I haven't been there for a while, is there? Nothing's happened since Nothing's you've been s- there. Okay. I've been waiting for you. I will start clicking. Okay. Uh, let's see now. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to dedicate this episode to a dearly departed friend. I just heard that uh, Captain Bastard himself,
1: oh.
0: Gary Maxwell, uh, my dear friend, my friend of many years. I uh, This guy is a chef in, in the Salt Lake area, and I have been his uh, groupie. Everywhere that he has ever worked, and uh, I, I met him when he opened up. Uh, well, no, he was he worked at Squatters first of all, which is where Captain Bastard's Oatmeal Stout was named oh, for. Oh, I see that pig face on there. That's that's kind of supposed to be Gary. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then he uh, he moved to. Uh, I followed him to every restaurant he went to. Cafe Bacchus being my favorite. Third in Maine, he he did for a while. Named a drink after me. Wow, the Jackson. I didn't know this. It was a (laughs) melantini. Dad,
1: you've been hiding things from me.
0: I know. But uh, Gary Maxwell, Captain Bastard, uh, we will miss you. He was a huge geek. Wizards was his favorite movie. That Ralph Bakshi thing. Netflix that, kids. I'll remember. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, some quick stuff here. Let's see. Not much in the way of breaking news because it's all kind of... You know broke earlier this week and so I did nothing really to bring you except for uh Jeremy Renner, who might be playing Hawkeye in the Avengers movie says surprisingly, we won't be seeing the traditional version of his costume, which is purple and stupid uh-huh <laughs> Gee, what a surprise uh, says it's going to uh, be modernized no big purple mask and you know frankly i'm I'm thrilled.
2: Yeah, that's a good thing.
0: Also along the lines of the uh, Marvel Comics movies, if you... <laughs> Stan Lee has a Twitter account. Oh. And he's one of those guys. I, I subscribe to a bunch of people on Twitter. And uh, people, there are some who do not abuse it. Pen one a day, maybe. Right. Teller, the same thing. Right. Anthony Daniels, you will get ten in a row from him. And they're ridiculously, they're just not important. Right. It's things like, oh, look, trees. You know, it's ridiculous. And Stan Lee is the same way. And he will he will get it toward the end of the day. He will slam you with like eight or nine. He figured out how to use it. He's just excited. He's just very excited. <laughs> and uh, he is has confirmed via his Twitter account that Kenneth Branagh has, in fact, found a cameo for him in the Thor movie. Of course. And he took six tweets to tell to us that. that. Wow. And when I say cameo, what I, you know, he says cameo, I say roll. So I'm going to start practicing my these and thous. And, you know, he doesn't really give you any any hint as to what it might be. Uh, so lucky us. Another chance for us to be completely taken out of the illusion once again. Because right. I rewatched Iron Man the other night. And, uh,. Yeah, that's uh Stanley. It just took me right out. Just, yeah. Anyway. Uh let's see, a couple of quick things here. Uh are you familiar with the Disney movie the black hole? No, I'm not. At your age, you probably I are not. This was the first um I think PG. I think yeah, this was before PG thirteen. This was in seventy-nine? Right, I think so. Somebody fact checked me here. But it was the first Disney PG movie. Hmm. And it was a space epic. And it was epically boring, but it had some cool ideas. There was a killer robot named Maximilian who uh, had—he could fly, and he had these blades like a food processor on the end of his hands. And it was an evil genius, and you know some bad acting, and you know had some scary stuff in it. Hmm. Um, But they're going to remake it, of course. Uh, They're going to remake the black hole. It's—they're putting the guys who have remade Tron, well, Tron Legacy. It's a sequel. And they've said, hey, you're doing this, Tron. Why don't you do the black hole movie for us? But they say that uh, Maximilian the robot's going to be in it. Uh, here, here it is. In 79, they spent $20 million bringing the USS Cygnus to life. The ship hovered outside of a black hole, unaffected by its pull. The main characters aboard another ship, the Palomino, discover this long-lost ship and have to board it for repairs. All that's left of the crew is... Dr. Hans Reinhardt, played by Maximilian Schell, uh, uh. and a bunch of creepy droids. Of course, the doctor has sunk deep into madness. He has gone crazy. Uh, He's killed everyone. With his slap-chop hands. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So they're going to remake that one. Anyway. Uh, oh, if speaking of uh, the holidays, were we? Huh? Just yeah. go with it. Yeah, sure. um, a theater in Minneapolis is putting on A Christmas Carol in Klingon. Oh, God. The show's four creators sat down and translated the entire story into Klingon. They will have subtitles and an English-speaking narrator. So, uh, the Mixed Blood Theater. And there is a Klingon puppet, Tiny Tim. It just couldn't get worse. (laughs) It kept getting worse until the end there. And uh, I know you love puppets, but... December thirteenth, and uh, let's see. You know, I went ahead and I bought a a, a Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. Now I'm hearing that I shouldn't have done that. Why? Because in about eighteen months, we're going to have uh, Blu-ray players capable of 3D without glasses, is what I was told. Huh. Uh, but I mean, they're only two hundred dollars now, so yeah. that that works. You might as well start getting your Blu-ray. And uh, it says here that Universal Studios Home Entertainment announced today the introduction of dual-format discs containing both Blu-ray high-def and DVD versions of movies. So it's a, they'll flip them over. Different sides, different formats. So they're really trying to encourage you to upgrade to Blu-ray, and don't be afraid to buy a movie because, you know, it's, it's a good idea. I mean, we know Disney has been doing this, giving you double copies, but this flip disc, I think, is probably... a a little bit better idea, but it's uh, Universal Films, Universal Studios Home Entertainment. So, there you go. All right. Anyway, all right, let's get this underway. The episode is called Better in Barlight," And uh, let's see. Hmm. Ooh, it says here we get kind of deep in it. Creepy. Oh, yeah, this is the psychological uh, what monster are you? Oh. What monster you are says who you really are. I and, like this one. And I think I scared some people with this one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, do we need to thank anybody? I know Dr. Volts. Uh, right. Uh, PC Laptops, uh, giving free
2: Windows 7 system scans. See if your computer is eligible to receive the most awesome operating system. And I played with it over you, the weekend. You really like it, uh, Oh, God, it's awesome. So cool. PC Laptops, PCLaptops.com.
0: Go in and see Dan the Laptop Man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I did just receive word that uh, our movie night programming has been picked. For the 27th at Brewie's Cinema Pub in Salt Lake. Uh, it's just right after Christmas, so get away from your relatives on the 27th. It's uh, Werewolves versus the Frankensteins. Mm. It's going to be American Werewolf in London. Cool. And Young Frankenstein. Double bill. I love American Werewolf in London because I can't think of another movie where the rotting ghostly corpse of the guy's dead friend is telling him he needs to kill himself. I just love that. That's great. Happens to me all the time. All right. Uh, anyway, thank you, PC Laptops. Thank you, uh, David, Dr. Boltz. And uh, here it is, Better in Bar Lights, Geek Show Podcast's new episode. Please to enjoy.
2: The opinions expressed on the Geek Show Podcast are those of the panelists only. They do not reflect the views of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast.
0: And welcome back to the basement. God, <sighs> it's been so long. It's been nearly go so two long. weeks. We should get some music going. Well, right? can I make I can a go? That. Can I make a go? Yeah, I go, do good. No, no, Zach, good. I'm going to go you, make a go. No, we've can already guys... started. Zach's going to do it. Yeah. What do you want? want to hear? Anything. You just you just pick something.
3: Turn on the AgriLights radio station.
0: Okay. That would be great. Agri-Lights. AgriLights, a fine band that you should all check out. Yes. com. Welcome to it. It's uh, uh, a pleasure a pleasure to have you here. The for the bread and show, Show, the pleasure is yours. Uh, yes, geekshowpodcast.com. Buy our stuff. It pays for the beer. A lot of no great weapons. t-shirts in there, including our, uh, our new fit. You know, the uh, George Lucas can suck my dick shirt is easily the most popular. Really? Yes.
4: Why? Take that, well, Take that Brian. He can. Because of our, he can.
0: It's because of our big gig following. I guess
4: so. Uh, Do we? Oh, I um, well, it, it, I'll you, have to do some do you research on that. And find do you out. know why? Because Brian is secretly buying all the shirts and burning them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I uh, get those. Dr. Boltz Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Go to com. Get a hold at Dr. Boltz, and you'll get 10% discount. What is a hold? Well, it's very. It's a wonderful thing. It's absolutely a free service of Dr. Boltz. You know, other comic book places charge for them. Yeah.
4: Those yeah. Bastards. And, and if you have a hold, you can reserve magazines monthly. Yeah, things that sell would normally sell out. It, he makes sure that you, get such them. as the new Punisher title. Did that sell out? Because I heard people hate it. It's uh, I no, love it. No, it
0: sold the you know, f out. You know what's been selling out? The new Moon Knight title. Yeah, really? has been selling very well. I, very I thought well. it stunk. I didn't I like did, it too. much myself, but. But, anyway,
5: but the new Punisher, on the other hand. Well, you know, uh, it's Frank it's and crazy. Castle. Are you saying that a crappy comic book selling well? It would be like saying that a, a shitty movie about vampires and werewolves would do well. <laughs>
0: so go to Dr. Volts. And
3: uh, here's the thing about Dr. Volts. Awesome. Uh They don't act like they're doing you a favor <laughs> by selling you comic books. Here's, yeah, here, this is the other an great in, thing. innovative deal.
0: And I've been to comic, uh, comic book stores all over the place, and uh, most of them don't let you – Look at the comic books. Yes, they're in plastic bags, they and bag you and can't pick them. them up. You know, so they're hermetically sealed. These guys let you read them, <clears throat> and, and they're not dicks about yeah. it. So, uh, go see them. Also, pc laptops dot com. Another guy who is not a dick about computers. because nope. I've been to computer stores where people have been total dicks about their knowledge about computers. Mm-hmm. Dan and his guys at uh, PC Laptops are not that way. Do they speak English? They do. And they fix everything. If
2: you go to the Sandy store, like I did, I got my Mac fixed there because they now are, are they real? now fixing Macs? Repair on Macs at the Sandy store. <gasps> awesome. So that was amazing.
5: Mm-hmm. And kudos. You so, know, I, yeah. I can say now, when, when did I buy my computer from them? It's 18. been two, two, three months now. Um, still, the the love affair is not over. I mean, oh, yeah. sometimes you buy some new technology and you play with it and you have a good time. I'm still constantly amazed at how my refurbished computer that I got from PC Laptop. I didn't get a PC laptop deal. Mm-hmm. If the refurbished job that they spiffed up, made sweet and uh, and 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 sold me uh, is making me this happy, imagine what one of their homemade systems that they make to your specs.
0: I've got uh, I've got three computers in this house. I've got the desktop over there. I've got this one, and I've got an Apple. I've got a Mac. And this one gets used more than any of them. And I'll tell you what, as soon as I, and maybe you can help me with this, Zach, uh, figure out a way to wirelessly hook up my printer uh, to this one.
4: Mm-hmm. Everything goes
0: by? That one's going bye-bye. The desktop, is the Dell is going bye-bye, and it will just be this machine because it's beautiful. All right, so PCLaptops.com. You can watch us sort of. The light burned out, but uh, maybe you'll be able to pick us up.
4: I
5: thought the sun it, went supernova.
0: Uh, no,
4: no, no. It was it was literal and figuratively the sun went out.
0: It did. Uh, Comcast, Channel One Utah On Demand, the About Town section, and in there you'll see Geek Show, and that's where that's where you find us. So uh, ask hi. your second and cousin twice removed. It's exactly
3: marriage. like this, except
0: you can see us because mm-hmm.
4: uh, it's lit up. I, I, hope,
0: I hope everything's okay in the truck with the light burning up. Anyway. I'll bet
4: we look much better in this light. I you know, certainly look better do. in the dark. I have always said I
3: look better in bar light. Always.
0: Better in bar light. That's the name yes. of the episode, Better
4: in Bar Light. Or, or should it be called Beer Goggles, the episode?
3: <laughs> I
5: love beer
1: goggles.
4: Barlight light sounded kind of romantic, actually. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's introduce... The most
5: we're of all the about romance. Did you, see Did you see the movie Bar Light? No. It's about this girl. This, this group of drunks that were hanging out in her school. And uh, this, this one afternoon, she's hanging out with one of the drunks in the woods, and she's like, I know what you are. You're stale breath. He's like, just say it. Just say
4: it. Just say it. Say it. You're, you're an alcoholic. An alcoholic. <laughs> you're a drunk. <laughs> a good movie. I can't be with you because you're an alcoholic.
3: And then he gave her a quick smack across her face.
4: Yep.
0: Because she deserved it. I can't, I can't hear the music. Can you want to go turn oh, it up huh? a little bit, please? I'm making Zach jump around a little bit. Sorry <laughs> about that, sir. Yeah.
4: Also known as technical difficulties. Technical Watching him walk away.
0: Uh, meow. meow. Let's introduce the panel: Scott Pierce, TV critic, Deseret News.
2: Don't don't ever email me. I won't lo- answer because I don't care.
0: There you go. That's good.
5: TV Constance, critic. Does. If you have any questions, send them Deseret to Jeff
2: news. at Des News.
5: It's on. Con- he likes he
0: likes the Sovereign. Oh,
4: Sovereign class.
0: I don't Deseret have any Sovereign news. class. So
2: this would be a, this would be a Constitution refit.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing it's, with a spaceship. Playing Just for those starship, are, starship Starship for the. Sorry. <laughs> For those of you uh, listening on the uh, podcast, he's playing with a Star Trek spaceship. I do that sometimes. Spaceship. Uh, oh, hey, it's uh, Shannon Burns. Hey, how's it, how's it going, everybody? Shannon. Uh, hey, Shannon. Are you still a bartender as of this episode? Probably so. Okay. A uh, student teacher?
3: Not, no. No. Nope, no. Nope. Nope. Teacher? Nope. I'm just basically uh, unemployed. Unemployed? Okay. Oh, good. Uh, pretty good. Unemployed bartender. You let me no, know. know. Let Bert's
0: Tiki. Go see him. Barely employed.
3: Not unemployed. Barely employed. For Christ's sake, and let me just say this: <laughs> yes, this is the
2: religious part of our show. For Christ's sake,
3: uh, I am there on Saturday, every goddamn Saturday. If you want to have an audience with me, oh, for I don't know, <laughs> yeah, five hours before the rest
4: of the people show, uninterrupted. up. uninterrupted, yeah, yeah. No, no, a private audience, no. no cover, Come on down, no cover till ten.
3: No cover. Well, yeah. Well, you no, know what? Think. If you come down to visit me, I'm telling you this right now. If you get there, let's say around, and I'm doing this. I don't care. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You getting this in the truck? <laughs> oh, in joke. The guy that owns uh birds is uh
0: in the in the truck editing this stuff for TV. Uh,
3: if you get to birds, uh huh. Let's say before eight o'clock okay. on Saturdays. Right? All right. Hang out with me?
4: Yeah.
3: You're on the list. You can hang out all night.
4: Oh, well. You don't have to pay that? for the bands. That's good. You can hang out with
3: me. But I'm just afraid our listeners are kind of uh, wieners and don't want to do it. They're, they're afraid to come to Birds. They think... Oh, they're, they're hanging out with me on Saturday night. Well, tonight. you know what? Here's the deal. Birds is a movie series. It is a little series. has got hey? a weird attitude. Right. Uh, like a weird like uh, reputation around this. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, which I don't get. That it used to be stabby. <laughs> that it's stabby, blah, blah, blah. Um, I guarantee you this right now. I have worked... At Burt's for 13 years. We,
5: oh, we, my God. Okay. We Here's, left him there on his 21st birthday. Yeah. <laughs>
3: hey, right. so, and I've been going there for almost 20, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um. Guess what has never happened at Burt's as I get prepared to knock on wood? <laughs> nobody's, nobody's been <laughs> does shot. Mean, does it involve
2: cleaning? <laughs> Not, well, no. Sorry.
3: <laughs> nobody's been shot. Uh, there's this uh, reputation that, you know what? Lots of fights happen down there. I don't. Right. I have seen... If I see a fight, it's maybe one fight a year.
0: And right. it and it doesn't last long. Right. Because you've got a lot of guys down there who just don't put up with that right. stuff. And they stop it.
3: It's a good place for good people that are that go and are respectful. Yeah. I would call it a working class bar. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, if you're not a jerk, you're not going to, you know, and please don't wear your sunglasses there at nighttime because that means you're a jerk and you might get punched.
0: Yes.
4: <laughs> By or, me. Or, or if you're wearing it hardy. Right.
3: Um, I've I've noticed some more geek show uh,
4: listeners coming down there. Good,
3: and nothing bad's happened. To them, you know, ask.
4: They've gotten out alive. Right. How, how, so, how, many, how many years has burt has been voted best cheap drinks in City Weekly? Uh, best dive bar. Many yeah. many years, uh, man. Well, many years. in the thirteen years I've worked there, all but once.
0: And it's <laughs> also been featured on the David Tell show. Insomniac. Right. Uh, uh, Insomniac. It's yes. a good
3: bar, and uh, you know what? It's,
0: it's my preferred place.
3: And I'll tell you this right now: even when I'm done working there. I'm going to still go hang out there, mm-hmm. because it is full of good people, and if you're scared of it, you're a giant weenie, and you should just uh, go drink at TGI
0: Fridays. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. What Jeff Weiss. Yes. Also patronizes drink. Bird Sticky Lounge. Uh, a regular? Yes. You know, it's, it's one of those deals where he walks
4: in and it's, Jeff! Yeah. yeah. It's one of those. Al- also writes the most patronizing movie reviews in the Valley. Is that right? Jeff at DesNews.com. DesRetNews.com. Patr- patronizing, eh? Yes. Also,
0: Mediocre Show. Oh, yeah, you, you're a film critic for The Mediocre Show. Yes. How is our friend Eric tomorrow?
4: He's doing good, it sounds like. Good. Yes. Eric Who t- tomorrow. Who
2: said your, your reviews
4: were patronizing? I did. Oh, okay. I, 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 I write them especially patronizing and then laugh about it.
0: Uh, it is Lee George Cade who is doing some work right now. Actually, oh yeah, uh, he's making faces for some of his Grimleys this, uh, characters. This is, this is uh,
5: stage two after the wife gets the bodies done and sews the, the cloth on. Uh-huh. I draw on them and paint, and...
0: and then paint the faces on them. Right, and the whatnot. Is I mean, that a strawberry? That's, that's a that's the an, strawberry of strife. Yeah, it's an evil strawberry. <laughs> so we decided to make uh,
5: dolls of produce that hate children. So, yeah, But whatever. there's
3: also so like, squids. And they're biscuits. like the
0: anti-veggie well, Right. Yeah, it's like evil Veggie <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that. Well, that's a could. goddamn eggplant that's right an eggplant, there. Yeah,
5: that's, that's the eggplant of evil.
0: By the time the episode ends, this eggplant will have a face. Yes, it will.
3: And a story, uh, probably. And a Would story. you please draw my face on there? Uh, I've actually
5: drawn a Grimly of you. It'll be debuted. Shortly.
0: Oh, yeah. oh nice. it's like a Beanie Baby, well, a Barnson Baby. Yeah, it's a Barnson Baby. <laughs> and it's one that Shannon doesn't have to pay for
2: for the rest of his life. Baby Spider-Man, yeah. baby
0: Superman, <laughs>
2: baby Barnson.
0: You it's only a... have
3: to pay for Barnson Babies for 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> bro. And then they
0: join the military oh, no. out the door. Well, no, you... Or they don't. Or they don't, yeah. yeah. Well,
5: and there's a happy ending to that story. Yeah. I'm assuming, So, All right. Uh, and, and what's when's the air date on the show again? Uh, the this will be 7th. the 7th
0: of December. Again, the date which it. will live in...
5: Yeah, that's that's true, and we're not going to say anything that's going to get us in trouble with anybody there. Uh, I
0: do want to talk about that.
5: Though. Again, the Craft Sabbath Holiday Boutique, if you don't mind me pimping that one no, last please. time. No, please, go right ahead. Um, that's going to be this coming Saturday, the 12th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., 511 West Eccles Drive. That's uh, the art access building behind the bridge projects downtown. There's going to be 20 local hand crafters there. Uh, we like to call ourselves the Renegade Craft Movement. Uh, you can just friend us at Grimley's, um and on Facebook or just go to Grimley's.com. It's two M's, L-E-I-G-H-S. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Spell it correctly.
5: Hey, Carrie. Uh, yes. Well, this is Gary Jackson.
0: Oh, hi. Yeah, X96. He's our host. Uh, dot .com if you're listening at all. Please have your radios on between 6 and 10 a.m.
5: Now with 200% more women on that
0: station. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, up the chick factor a little bit. Yeah, oh, hey, hey. What are
3: you talking
5: about?
0: Class no. it up a little bit. He's oh, we got tired some more. of
3: the sausage
5: factor we got
0: some more chicks working there. Uh, Marcy on in the middays, which is pleasant to see, as opposed to Todd coming in there.
3: Although Todd is
5: a wait 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 Todd yeah. isn't on the radio anymore. No, he's no, he on, on in the, the afternoon. Afternoon. Oh.
0: Yeah, we got a girl on a midday. Pleasant to look at. Yeah. You go on x ninety six There's a camera there. Yeah, you, you can, can watch see. her
2: on the camera all it's afternoon.
3: Marcy.
5: Without getting arrested. Not that Jack would know and about
0: that.
3: I don't have to pay, right? I'm no, no it's free. No, that's free. nice. I like that. Right. It's free, just
0: like this podcast. Yeah. Now, is
5: there any chance you could enter a credit card number <laughs> and make some requests? Yes.
4: You might want to talk to her about that. Okay. She has her um, own website. Yeah. Go to the chat board and say, uh, undo another button. <laughs> <laughs>
5: just tell them Geek Show said do that. Geek tell Show Geek Geek says hey. Geek Show says hey. hey. Show says,
0: hey. hey. <laughs> uh, your response? <laughs> no, you didn't know about this. Oh. Geek Show says hey. The response is, hey to Geek Show. <laughs> so that's, that's the response. Geek okay. show says, hey. And <laughs> uh, another Geek Show thing you need to learn is how we refer to creatures and things on this show. Right. Of course, aliens are not aliens. They are aliens. Aliens. That's right. right. Werewolves, werewolves. Werewolves. Not werewolves. Draclias. Draclias uh-huh.
4: Uh, Tyrannosaurus. T-Rexes are Tyrannosaurus. And Eskimos.
3: Uh, and then, and they are also dinosaurs. Yeah.
0: Dinosaurs. And Esclamos. And we also uh, we like uh, those big spiders, those triantulas.
5: Yeah.
3: yeah. I like those uh, <laughs> those robotic men that Robits? are called robots. Robots.
0: Yeah, robots. So Robits. these are all terms that you need to learn when listening to The Geek Show. Thank you for joining us, all the new listeners.
5: And also, uh, I've taken a note from Shannon's uh, great success with his PayPal uh, fund drive. Oh, yeah, really. Um, I would also like to. We'll, we'll eventually set up a PayPal page for our uh, Man Squatch versus Chupacabra movie that we want to finance. Yes. <laughs> uh, since Fi won't actually put up the money, we're going to fund it with.
2: And how bad must it be if SciFi won't make it? Well, especially too. when you have
5: Marcus actually, you know, it helping pitch too. the show. You'd think that would think. Uh, you
0: know he's lined up around the walk. He's working on his Comedy Central thing, so you it's because he won't
4: do the voices. That's why they're not into it.
0: That's true. If he started doing his impressions again. Yep. Just saying, you know, he just he he won't do the anymore. I
5: think said. Marcus needs to stop screwing around with all of his money making ventures and get behind the man squat for yes, money losing ventures. Yeah, get behind something that'll lose him some money for once.
0: All right, uh, it is it is nineteen for uh, the day that we'll live in infamy. 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 <laughs> Whoa. infamy. That was the hardest sentence Sorry, you've huh? ever said. The day that we'll live in infamy. Pearl Harbor Day uh, is the day that the show is debuting. And I would just like to take a moment to recommend one of the worst movies ever made. 1941. And one of the most offensive movies ever made, but one of the funniest movies ever made. Also
5: the best movie with a Ferris wheel going down up here.
0: 1941. It's, it's about the, uh, it's not about the attack on Pearl Harbor. It's about the, based in fact, attack on Hollywood.
5: Isn't this a movie that actually opens with nudity?
0: Yes. a naked chick swimming, and, it the, is. and the Japanese guys well, are all, Hari Because Haribu. Spielberg made this movie. Now, the woman in Jaws, at the beginning of Jaws that was killed first, yeah it's the same woman <laughs> who swims out to the ocean, but instead of a shark coming up and getting her, she's swimming nude, and a periscope comes up and catches her, and she's naked up on top of a periscope of a Japanese submarine.
4: They get a view of her lovelies. You
0: get a, few of, a view of all of it, all of her lovelies. One of the most offensive movies ever made simply because of the uh, racial stereotypes all throughout.
4: And just hilarious, yes. though. Yes, and, and and if for no other reason than Dan Aykroyd is the tank commander, knocked over the head, <laughs> wearing a sack of oranges, putting the oranges over his it's eyes. It's nylons. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, nylons. It's yeah. a pair of nylons with two oranges. I'm going, ah, I'm an insect. I'm
0: I'm a bug. <laughs> And, and where I've else? Never seen this and where guy. else? Uh, oh, I'll loan it to you. Where it's one of my favorites. Terry made
5: me sit. Uh, I was about 22, and Terry uh, and I just started to hang out in earnest. Just and started Perry's dating. Like, yeah, we just started dating. We exchanged rings. Uh, not quite to the heavy petting stage yet, but mm-hmm. um, made me sit watch 1941. <laughs> it's really, terrible. Yeah,
0: it's just terrible. But it's hilarious. Where oh. else are you going to hear a tank commander shout? Let's draw trajectory on Dumbo. You know, it's it's, it's just also the, the best. only movie
5: where you'll see a guy in a fighter plane pull up to a gas pump.
0: He's out of gas. Fill well, her what up. What else would you do? Fill her up, <laughs> Ethel. I've been chasing the damn Japs all night. He's been saying, you know, it's it's hilariously offensive. Back when they didn't worry about the stuff, and it's funny.
4: And it's about twelve hours long.
0: Yeah, a little too long. Uh, I have the director's cut, and I kind of
4: regret that.
1: <laughs> and so anyway.
0: does Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg regrets it, too.
4: I regret nothing.
0: But, uh, yeah, hilarious. Anyway, so enjoy. That's that's a tradition. It, I watch it on the 13th of December because that's the day that the attack on Hollywood happened. Oh. It's a yearly tradition with me. Anyway, I have, speaking of politics. Yes. We've all been watching The V, right?
3: No. I don't know what those uh, bastards are up to.
0: I'm afraid of the it. Trust huh. I don't trust
1: them.
0: I don't trust them. Although, you know, pretty people never lie. Ever. Ever. Uh, can I just say this, too? The, All right, go ahead. The hot chick
3: on there, the... Uh, Marina Baccaron. So much hotter with long hair. I don't know if that's I just agree. the thing with me.
0: I agree. I agree. The short hair ain't working for me. Too many uh, shots of... Uh, uh, from from the bottom up, so you're looking up her nose. That's not a good. If it felt like you're no we looking one. up her
3: skirt, that'd be cool. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah. No one looks good though, looking up your nose. Now uh,
5: you want to see her looking her best. Watch watch some Firefly and watch this. Mm. Watch the first episode with the uh, commentary on, so you can hear Nathan Fillion and Joss Whedon refer to her as such a tragically homely woman <laughs> over and over and over again.
0: The poor thing. So V, yes, is has become sort of a. What's the term I'm looking for? Cause celeb, a uh, 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 for the right wing. Oh, it's kind of like the Bible;
2: they're interpreting it the way they want. They're yeah.
0: interpreting it the way they want. Let me read you some of this stuff. Okay. Here. Them and the clan. <laughs> oh, I have a story about the clan too. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Well, we're on non-PC subjects. I'll get to the clan coming up.
5: I love the holidays. Right.
0: This is. Uh, <clears throat> I think I found this on uh, IO9. I'm not sure. V, uh, the, the show about beautiful aliens who show up and claim to come in peace and offer us a lot of goodies, but turn out to be lizards. The pilot moves along at a brisk pace, introducing the aliens for the first ten minutes and setting up various characters in the anti-alien, pro-alien camps. The younger priest is suspicious, but the older priest, an alien sympathizer. Elizabeth Mitchell's FBI agent, suspicious as well. Teenage son, guzzling the Kool-Aid. A nice-suited African-American guy is conflicted doesn't want to be that guy anymore. Because he's a V. By the end of the first episode, it's already made crystal clear that these aliens are up to no good. They've had sleeper agents on Earth for years, including Alan Tudyk, Tudyk, FBI agent. Other other aliens living secretly among us, part of the anti-alien resistance, which may look like terrorists to the uninitiated. So now you've had a chance to see the pilot for yourself, and you've seen the series. You can judge whether it's actually a broadside aimed at Obama. <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus! Yes, because if there's anything Hollywood is well known for, it's being anti-liberal.
0: That's true, right?
5: And and anything else? Let's let's just you know, are we going to really try to read more genius into this?
0: <laughs> it's a movie. It's you an know alien what? It's alien a, invasion it's movie. A, it's a clever
5: slam against the current so, administration.
3: What <laughs> they are it? saying that. Obama is secretly a lizard. I don't.
5: Let me read you this. I think they're saying
3: he's a hot check. Chicago
0: Tribune, Glenn Garvin. Oh, oh, Glenn. Oh, Garvin. you know about this
2: guy? Glenn Garvin actually doesn't work for the Chicago Tribune. He works for the Miami Herald. But oh, okay. All right. That. This is this is where it ran. He, uh, can I just before we do this? Yeah, fine. He. He. This is your area he of once expertise. Wrote that uh, when uh, Roger Ailes, the president of Fox News, appeared before my little TV critics group in in Hollywood. That we got up and stomped out of the room and so on and so forth, which was a total fabrication. A number of us left before the session because we weren't interested, but his his version Spin. of reality was a big honking lie. But anyway. Okay. Oh noted right winger. Go ahead.
0: Here's what he wrote. And what's sad is that you know he may have started this movement, but it's been picked up on right wing talk radio yeah. and Fox News and all of this. Frattons. Here's here's what it's written. My dear friends, imagine this. At a time of political turmoil, a charismatic, telegenic new leader arrives virtually out of nowhere. He offers a message of hope and reconciliation based on compromise and promises to marshal technology for a better future that will include universal health care. Oh, Jesus Christ. The news media swoons in admiration. One simpering anchorman even shouts at a reporter who asks a tough question, Why don't you show some respect? The public is likewise smitten, except for a few nutcases who circulate batty rumors about the, about, on the Internet about the leader's origins and intentions. The leader, undismayed, offers assurances that are soothing, if also a tiny bit condescending. Embracing change is never easy, the leader says. So does that sound like anyone you know, he writes? Oh, wait, did I mention the leader is a secretly uh, totalitarian space lizard who's come here to eat us? Welcome to ABC's V, the most fascinating and bound to be most controversial new show of the fall television season. Jesus Christ. Nominal, nominally, a rousing sci-fi space opera about alien invaders bent on conquest and digestion of all humanity. Also, a barbed commentary, he says, about the Obama administration. As, you, uh, are you as serious?
2: usual, Glenn is full of shit. He's, yes. you know,
0: it, that's, that's
2: taking something and making, you know, twisting it. You know, he could work for Fox News. Exactly. It, he's taking something
0: and twisting it to fit what he wants it to be. And, and, and of course in the classic Fox News mentality, they have not done any checking. They haven't looked into it. They haven't even watched the show. They're taking the message and running with it and putting it out there as fact. These guys didn't even, I think, know that there was an original T V show. Uh-uh. What year was that show done in, Mr. Pierce? Do you remember? Does anyone remember? Seventy-eight? No, no, nine. it wasn't seventy. It was I, in the eighties. It was eighty-three. Oh no, no, you're right. You're right. Eighty-three. Eighty-three? Because oh, I was is, in seventh grade. Okay, right in the uh, Reagan administration. It started. It started before that
2: because remember there were two miniseries. That's right. That's true. No, I was but, I was in seventh grade when the first. Yeah, mini-series you could be right. Out. Eighty-three. Yeah. Okay, so 83. I was thinking it was when I was a freshman, but I. So wasn't. we're
0: in we're in the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. Um. Funny, nobody said anything about it being like the Reagan administration. Don't you freaking say that up.
5: Reagan was a lizard.
0: Here's, here's my thing. I they were saying Nancy Reagan. I went back and I watched the original from 83, the original miniseries. Mm-hmm. And you know what it seemed to me to be more like? A prediction about the Bush administration. These guys who are using this as a message about it being a slap against Obama... I just it makes me nauseous. Well, this it, is a guy who at another point, remember
2: the show um, My Big Fat Obnoxious Fiancé? Mm-hmm. Um, he sat in a room and called the girl that was on that show. I have real problems with that show and with what she did, but he called her a whore. Now what a, show is this? This was that, that
3: was the one with uh, a the girl the was, pretending was pretending she was married to a fat weirdo.
2: Yeah. It was
3: a Fox reality show. It was a, it was Fox a Fox reality
2: show. fake reality show. Oh, okay, okay. But, you know, clearly she did not sleep with the guy, but, but Glenn sat there and called her a whore. You know, and said, well, aren't how you just, aren't you a whore? How for, professional. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
3: Well, I just love these right-wing people that uh, take their manufactured indignation and just, like, pretend that it's commentary or thoughtful, yeah. uh, you know, news reporting. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and then everybody just goes, "Yeah, well, talking for me. What they'll do is they'll say, we're not news reporters. We're, we're entertainers. just entertainers is what they'll tell you. But then
3: they'll but turn around. To, but we're trying to shape national and policy. And then they try Whatever. to shape national policy. Limbaugh, at the
5: beginning of Limbaugh's, uh, both yeah. both, uh, both uh, two-hour segments of Limbaugh's show actually start with a, it's an entertainment
2: program.
0: This is an entertainment program. They'll They're try balanced. to tell you that. Well, I don't I think entertainment should give me diarrhea.
2: Exactly. By, by the time this is on... It will have been a while, but in the course of less than a week, Fox News got caught twice running the wrong video Mm -hmm. of the wrong rally and essentially manufacturing their own version of reality. Well,
5: and I want to talk something out about uh, some of these commentary guys now, Kerry.
0: Mm -hmm. We're getting all political. No, I'm sorry.
5: I love you dearly, sir. I'm
0: talking about lizards. I know, but
5: I (laughs) I love you dearly. You're one of the smarter guys I know, and uh, your your co-host, Mr. Allred. Uh Uh-huh is a walking encyclopedia on legs. He's a very, very, very smart man, and he knows his stuff. He knows Mm -hmm. his stuff inside and out. That being said, while I listen to you guys, I'm not going to let either one of you actually sculpt the way that I'm going to vote or the way I'm going to think about politics.
0: Exactly. Well, then you don't like their
3: show, sir. (laughs) I love their show.
5: I love their show because sometimes I'll hear some stuff and I'll go, oh, that bears some looking into. Mm -hmm. That being said, Rush Limbaugh, a top 40 dish jockey. Former, yes, yeah, Glenn Beck too. It, that that's the background. Oh my we're not God, have you about, seen
0: that uh, ad? It's for all him. over the internet. Yeah, oh. we're not
5: we're not talking about guys that uh, you know actually have a, a background in poli sci that ever ran for any kind of politics. They're they're basically just DJs. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys do a a talk based morning show, which is riveting. It's great mm-hmm. to listen to. And mm-hmm. There are times when I listen to it and go, Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Let me look at that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go. Oh,
0: I love Kerry so much that my politics match his. And you should no, you shouldn't. Because sometimes <clears throat> you shouldn't be that way with anyone. No. Except I'm that way with uh, Pen Gillette and Bill Maher. But that's another story. <laughs> um, if you if you're getting advice from me or my show, you're a fool. However, I will get the news from John Stewart. And, I, interesting. I, I and I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because he's the only guy really. Giving the news. He'll also skewer both sides if they do something yeah. stupid. And they will. He has been pretty harsh on Obama. As, yes, as, as, and as, as Bill Maher has, he keeps reminding us, he's your president. He's not your boyfriend. You have to be a little <laughs> bit more objective about that.
3: Uh, I'll tell you why I love The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. I fell back in love with it again this week because mm-hmm. they employed my favorite professional wrestler of all time.
0: Mick Foley. Mick Foley
3: as, prof- <laughs> as <a> senior ass kicker. <laughs>
0: He, uh, uh, John Stewart, did an impression of Glenn Beck a while back, and you can oh find my this God. on the web. It was just perfect. <laughs> but well, One of my favorite inadvertently amusing things on the
2: local KSL radio mm-hmm. is for a while their ad campaign for Sean Hannity was opinions that just make sense. <laughs> and, oh, well, two things actually. And then when you listen to the show, of course, it has a disclaimer telling us that this does not reflect the opinions of I was the just gonna bring that of the, up. the radio station or its owners. But the other thing that just made me laugh is that crazy clip of him, uh, Sean the, the lunatic, saying that the way to promote peace is to be able to blow your enemies to hell, <laughs> the, which which was on The Daily Show as, as making mm-hmm. fun of it for how obviously insane it was.
0: I'll use that as the promo for the mm-hmm. show. I guess the point of me bringing this up yes. was I always fall back to the, uh, the line that to me gave birth to Geek Show oh. also needs to be applied to the news and to V. <laughs> okay. Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. Well, I, I should an, really an, just relax. I have a
3: proposal for you guys.
0: There is no news out there anywhere. Except for maybe, you know, uh, on the on the newspapers that you guys are working on and uh, and some and even then there's there's more opinion than news sometimes. Yeah, exactly. If
5: there is an advertiser attached, it's not
3: news. Exactly. I have a proposal for you guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Let's
3: jettison all this. I uh, do. Comic book and sci fi bullshit. Yeah. And let's just uh, start uh, talking about crazy conspiracy theories and uh, like how the uh,
0: how V is Obama.
3: Yeah let's make some money guys well, let's, let's make
5: some I, money, I think, money. I think that would be a fun segment for each show cuz there's there's a lot of crazy crap out there And I mean in
0: one, of the, one know, of the
2: stories i wrote actually one of the one of the executive producers and i can't remember which one it was but actually said you know What's we want, we want people to look at this and go okay there's allegory and all this but at the bottom it's a show about lizards lizards you know <laughs> yes. and and this is this is such bullshit
0: oh yeah i mean it's just amazing but i'm i hear it on on right wing radio and uh, it, yeah, it's it, you've got to remember where you're getting your news from, so, and if there's, it, it's just as Lee said, if there's advertisers involved, it's not news. And, probably, and we, I we get know, all
3: my news from old episodes of hehaw I know, exactly. I know,
5: I know firsthand from uh, working for a radio station, which is no longer with us. May they rest in peace. Uh, sad news, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, several times where I had to actually pull a news item or pull a bit we were doing because it was going to insult the advertisers. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to be that sacred about the money, uh, how long do you think it's going to be? Which, which side do you think is going to blame the other side for weaponizing the uh, H1N1 virus?
0: It's, I'm, I'm it's guaranteeing you, one of them's going
5: to be out there going, you know yeah. what? Yeah, Obama weaponized this virus to make sure that white people won't be able to vote.
0: And I'll bet that there's a plot line on V yeah. about <laughs> the lizards sort of creating some sort of virus. Where they're launching sick
3: uh, six Mexican children into uh, a heavily populated s- white people. All I can say right is, is,
0: if you guys want to play this game, I can play it too. Go back and watch the original V from 1983 and you tell me it wasn't a profit. A prophet. Saying, in here, five comes, years. here comes the Bush administration. And of course, it probably you
2: know? was because it was based on the Nazis.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, no, he did. He did, and I love no, him. he did. He did, and I love him for it. <laughs> All right, uh, these are Nazis.
5: Actually, I know a lady in uh, in Oregon who still to this day swears that the whole moon landing was staged. Now, I've heard that many, many times, <sighs> but her, it was staged to distract the American public from what was going on in Vietnam. This is what she's saying. Mm. And so you got the entire country glued to the television and the radio for however long because they didn't want anybody to know what's going
0: on in Vietnam. Mm. And when you hear it like that, oh. All right. I've got a quick story here about how geek influence the yes. opposite. Okay. Oh, okay. Geek influence the opposite way. And this is this is a true story. Um, Superband defeated the Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan. That's why I love him. <laughs> Let me me just read you this real quick. It's just a paragraph. Uh, Almost too weird to believe writer Stetson Kennedy infiltrated the KKK in the late 1940s, learned about the organization's secrets. Nobody would publish them. Meanwhile, the Superman radio program needed a villain to replace the Nazis. What do you get? The Klan. Shut up. According to Mental Floss Magazine. Which is a
3: great magazine if mm -hmm. nobody's ever read it.
0: Kennedy managed to work all of the Ku Klux Klan's most secret recruiting and organizational practices into the 1940s radio serial. "Clan of the Fiery Cross. Mm, I don't get the allegory. As a result, the Man of Steel dealt dealt a crushing blow to the Klan. As the storyline progressed, the shows exposed many of the KKK's most guarded secrets, By revealing everything from code words to rituals, the program completely stripped the Klan of its mystique. Within two weeks of the broadcast, KKK recruitment was down to zero. And by 1948, people were showing up to Klan rallies just to mock them. Superman defeated. Superman. What's that
3: say at the bottom there? Hey, Smallville.
0: It says, hey, Smallville, what powerful real-life racist secret societies have you demystified and weakened lately? Audiences. <laughs> is, is, that, is, that, is that implying that
5: the CW is a racist organization?
0: No, yeah. but
2: I believe that some, perhaps Smallville should just take on Fox News. Ooh.
0: And it comes around. Thank you, Scott Call Pierce. How do, I, how do we top that? We don't. We end the segment and we say, join us uh, after these messages. We'll, we'll be right ride back.
6: back. Hey, this is Jake the Computer Guy from PC Laptops. A computer can be one of the best holiday gifts imaginable. It can bring such joy and fluffiness. Buying a computer that's not a PC Laptops can be the biggest pain in the rump. Can you imagine calling Chumbawamba and being placed on hold forever? Finally, when some dude in Chumbawamba answers, only to be told that your extended warranty is the delivery guy picking up your computer and waiting six to eight weeks for them to tell you that your software problem is not covered. You end up paying a huge bill and to top it off, you get your computer back with all of your precious data erased. Avoid the pain this holiday season, and just get into PC Laptops, where we give you a lifetime service guarantee for free with any PC Laptops computer. Now that's comfort and peace of mind. So bring in your laptop or desktop computer, no matter what brand it is, into any one of our nine PC Laptops locations. Or call us at one 596 save Or check us out at pc PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you.
0: Well, you know, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com owes an awful lot to Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 2043 East, 3300 South. In Salt Lake City, they have a, a website, I believe, don't they, Zach Shut. They do. com. You wouldn't have anything to do with that, would you? No. Okay. Just checking. Uh, when you are there, say hi to Dave. He is the friendly guy. There's the key. Friendly guy behind the counter. Uh, there are comic book stores. We've talked to people all the time. In there's various cities where you go in and you're not exactly met... With a friendly face. And if you're a first-time comic buyer, that could be kind of scary. Uh, yeah, you could be scared away by those people. But Dave is very, very friendly and will help you with whatever you need, whatever you're looking for, whether you're just a one-time buyer or if you are a hardcore fanatic like myself. <laughs> get a hold. It's called a hold at Dr. Boltz. They will be able to uh, pull all the titles that you want and you don't have to worry about them selling out. Well, that works out very well. Plus, you get a 10% discount. With your hold at Doctor Volt's Comic Connection, twenty forty three East, thirty three hundred South, Marvel, DC, Independence—one of the largest selection of independent comics uh, in the uh, in the state. As a matter of fact, so go and see them. Go see Dave at Doctor Volt's t- uh, Comic Connection and tell them Geek Show says, "Hey, and uh, welcome back to the basement." Oh, All boys. right. Now we're uh, we're going to start this segment off with a little lighthearted thing that uh, Jeff wanted to know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it around to yeah something to make you think again. I'm sorry.
4: God. What? <laughs> Jeff just had a simple question, well, oh, well, by the you, way, you, the you, egg you,
0: the eggplant's finished by he's a Cyclops eggplant, it,
4: yeah, well, then what kind of brought this up was the whole Twilight thing and the stupid team, Edward team Jacob, and also this Punisher, this team new Castle. Punisher storyline, Franken Castle, in which he's joining the Legion of Monsters, which includes uh werewolf the living vampire night. where or uh, Werewolf Orbiance. by Night. And Man-Thing. Man-Thing. He who knows the, fear shall well, so like burn at the Man-Thing's touch. Like, it looks like the invisible man and, and uh, creature from the Black Lagoon are part of it yeah. now, too. Wow. And a mummy. And a bunch yeah. of mole yeah, And the Punisher. Awesome. And I'm
3: sorry, it's the most interesting thing that's been going on in the Punisher oh, in like de- uh, like over a decade.
5: I find the Punisher so damn boring. And and when he started talking in full sentences in this issue, I was like, Oh, bring back franken So <laughs> I would have been... frank
4: Mafia bad (laughs) family, but but what this and see the thing that made me giddy about it, and not just because they turned the Punisher into something interesting, was that they brought back Werewolf by Night. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And they're
0: they're they're going to do a a Werewolf by Night uh, either film or TV series coming soon. And I know this.
4: And I know this is going to sound so lame because Twilight has co opted them and made them really lame. But when I was a kid. I loved werewolves. I cannot begin to even... T- like, every year for Halloween, I was a werewolf. Really? Every year. Well, here's
3: something funny. Uh, I got in trouble uh, last week. Uh, well, on Friday. Um, there's, like, a 45-minute, like, reward uh-huh. recess. And there's this kid, uh I can't say his real name. Uh, this kid that I really like. Um, Raoul. Kind of this little nerdy kid uh-huh. who we got in trouble because uh, i forgot to send everybody in the 10 minutes early before school was starting it was starting because he was talking to me about his comic book idea
4: yeah
3: about a, a heroic vampire uh, werewolf
0: heroic werewolf yeah Mm. Told him it's been done. You
3: know, well, I didn't tell him, it was good, but you know, he had some
4: pretty cool ideas about like Frankenstein being a crime boss.
5: Boys and girls, we we may be in for a really good werewolf movie here.
4: Yeah, uh, the the Wolfman, which is coming out in in February. Yes. Well, I I should continue my werewolf story. This should, I should. I want to give you an illustration of how werewolf obsessed I was. We ran a what they used to call a spook alley in my fifth grade class at the uh, elementary school I went to, and the fifth graders got to be the monsters in it. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, wear, wore my tattered Wolfman mask, and I got in trouble because I bit one of the other kids. But, yeah. <laughs> seriously, seriously. And they chastised me and made me go stand in the corner and be a Frankenstein, and I just sat there and cried. Because you didn't want to be a Frankenstein. Because I didn't want to be a and Frankenstein. Did you to draw, draw blood? With, no, but the big this problem made, was,
3: so, This helps me understand what? your actions a lot more when I have you... Uh, Scared children in front of my house on on Halloween. The
5: scary, the really scary part was.
3: Chasing kids down the street, just
1: laughing.
5: The scary part was the next full moon when that kid turned into a Jeff. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was a vice wolf. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was a were-vice. <laughs> you <laughs> spelt that wrong! He's out there right now trying to get somebody to buy his movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's
4: also very awkward and trying to find a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, is he
2: dating someone much younger? He's
5: been kicked off of some social networking sites
4: for chastising people for their bad grammar. <laughs> so I guess that leads us to Jeff's question. Yeah, my I, I'm just curious to know what everybody else's favorite monster is. Oh, Christ. In, terms of, in mm-hmm. terms of, like, what oh, hey, scares us the
3: this
2: most? This is Jeff's
4: question. no. no, no just, like, your favorite monster. Yeah, like, yeah. did you relate to another monster? Besides our parents. Yes. <laughs>
3: <Okay>.
0: <laughs> All right. So, Jeff's a werewolf. Yeah. I'm also a Other monsters. Uh, I think uh, Zach had a, an answer to this, didn't he? Oh, should I say that? Sure. Yeah, do it. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs>
5: Jesus wasn't a monster till he came back from
4: the dead. Jesus was always <laughs> he a He was monster. a zombie. Zombie he Jesus.
5: He had oh, magic. Actually, that's the Church of Christ Vampire it has a website. It's pretty wild stuff. They're, they're uh, irrevocable truths of why Christ was a vampire when he I came did back. I site.
2: Yeah. I like that. Interesting I, I, stuff. Once again, it's hard to say now in this post-Twilight era, but I loved vampires. I mean, I, I loved Barnabas Collins on Dark Shadows. It's time we all revisit Near Dark. You want I've to see a good vampire that. movie? I Billy yeah.
5: Zane with, spear, with uh, spurs, razor-sharp spurs on his boots. I remember that. And, and I, Lance Hendrickson is the boss.
3: And I'm, and I'm with you on that. Like, I always love vampires. Like, love, you know, there was still Dracula or whatever. It might be cheesy and stuff now, but when I was a kid, it was really cool. I love that stuff. Um, I cut class... And went and saw the Lost Boys at Valley Fair Mall, the Dollar Movie. For, yeah. Like I probably saw it forty times in the theater. Never seen that movie. And then I uh, well don't because I saw it again about two years ago. It doesn't hold up. Yeah, it does not hold no, up. Not really.
5: I should say never seen. But that Near movie Dark without substances and no. Oh,
3: but Near Dark um, great still. Dude, even uh, uh, was it Love at First Bite? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you want to see Children of the Night, if you want to
5: see Shut Up, <laughs> Flying Guy from Heroes was that Adrian Pasdar? The, the, the flying guy, well, he's, he's, you, the, he's yes. the lead in Near Dark. He's he, the kid really? that gets... The other Petrelli, Nathan. Yeah.
4: He
0: was a kid? He,
5: he was, was the kid. Kid yeah, Dracula? He was, he was the kid that... Prophet? Yeah, he was... No, he was the kid that uh, Lance Hendrickson and, and his little group of droogs ran off with and, huh.
0: and
2: dragged off into the wilderness
0: huh.
2: and to, to get drunk and... and drink blood see but i like the 1930s horror movies too i think you know frank bride of frankenstein to me is one of the best oh it's better than frankenstein it is is. it's got
0: better it's got some classic lines in there we we belong dead is one of my favorite lines in a movie
2: period i know that they're 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 cheesy for their time even but you know all that universal stuff the wolfman stuff and the and the Bela Lugosi Dracula stuff. Well, well,
4: that was my favorite, was the 1941 Wolfman with Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah. And and, Cla- also... and, and Claude Rains <laughs> and that. Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi is the well, gypsy in it. Jeff
2: has heard me say this before, too, but one of my all-time favorite movies of any kind is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. That's a good it's, movie, it's, it's
4: It's the best Abbott and Costello movie by far. It I mean, is. I
2: love Abbott and Costello, but I just think that stuff is great. <laughs> but, you know, most... most People Most kids today won't look at it because it's in Black and White. So
0: mm-hmm. it sounds to me like you can't decide between uh, Dracula's and uh, Frankenstein's. No, I, I would say, say
4: Dracula so well, I
0: just
3: think
0: I, all those Although classic the monster
3: monsters, oh, the, for me, there's they've all got such a, a big place in my heart, and that's why I hate uh, Van Helsing so much.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what Van Helsing could have been yeah. if it had been done. Oh, but yeah. the most
0: terrifying monster is Sean Hannity. <laughs> Calling back to the first. Ooh. All right, so Dracula's for uh, Mr. Pierce. What about you? Uh, I've... <sighs> Do you need to think about it?
3: Well, that's the thing. Is like I like Dracula's, but I really like the Frankenstein, too. I don't know. It's hmm.
5: Mr. Cade? Um, for me, if it's got Christopher Lee playing Dracula and Hammer produced it, I'm all over it because really? he brought in an elegance, uh, a sex appeal, the bride's were. All hot as hell, and then, but really, ultimately, the best Dracula to me. And I, when the whole team such and such was going up, I put oh. up Team Carmella because <laughs> that was the first vampire fiction. That was the one that Bram Stoker read and said, "Oh, let's update this," because it was about 150 years older than Dracula. But the the Carmella story. There's a, a movie called The Vampire Lovers that Hammer Horror did uh, about the new headmistress. Like a yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the new headmistress at an all-girls school, and boy, oh boy, is that a that is an erotic, that is, that is a sexy as hell vampire movie that doesn't go over the top, that doesn't get caught up. You know, the reason why the vampire movies haven't been working is because they're so caught up in the Euro trash of the vampires, you know, the Blade movies. Uh, cool movies, but that first one, the bad guy was so Euro trash that it didn't work. And the third one, too Euro trash, the uh, Underworld movies, which I have a soft spot for because it's, you know, vampires and werewolves fighting. kind of dig that, but... <laughs> a little too Euro trash. So let's, let's bring back the elegance of the vampire because that's where their power really lies. That's where their, uh, their power is through seduction, as we talked in that episode a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bring back that elegance, that seductiveness. It, it's not, it's not the, the big mullet and the crappy accent that makes them cool. It's, it's that, that sinister elegance to it. And I think that's where the hammer movies,
0: well, it's, it's okay. not the sparkliness. No. so, so, so Christopher Lee type Dracula Well, yeah. I, I didn't
2: th- think about this when we were talking earlier because I was only thinking movies. But throwing the movies out, I love the Anne Rice stuff. Yeah, you know, I love. I mean, because I've read all the you know the vampire stuff. Although actually, I like the witches books better.
0: But, but, you, you know, know, my monsters. <laughs> okay, you got your monster.
2: <sighs> Booberry.
1: No. Yeah.
3: Well. <laughs> delicious. Single. Delicious. No. Uh. I. Uh, King Kong, dude. I love the giant oh, King Kong okay. and
0: Godzilla. Well, now, does that fit in your category? That's a
2: great, That's a great okay. bad
0: movie. King Kong versus
2: Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, oh, no. which, oh, which
5: ending, though? In Japan, Godzilla won, right? And in America, the Godzilla, uh, but King Kong King Kong won. Won. what
0: yeah.
2: about the is it the original
3: Kong that you're talking about? The original uh, but, story? No, what a kid, or... you know th- what? I was a kid when the one came out with Jeff Bridges.
0: Oh, yeah, oh the other one, <laughs> <Lange. laughs> just, <laughs> just going to say that. And I
3: went and saw it with my uh, Aunt Betty in the uh. Theater in Ely, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And then went ate at uh, Sambo's after. Oh, well. Oddly enough. That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, we need to talk but, um, about
5: Sambo's one of these days.
3: <laughs> uh, no, I love those. Did she wear uh, a little I black the dress? I giant, love the giant monsters smashing the shit out of a city. I, that's why I loved uh, Clover, Cloverfield. I loved Cloverfield, Cloverfield too.
5: was awesome. And I think Peter Jackson's King Kong doesn't get enough credit because that was a kick. I well, like that great. movie a lot. I like it. I thought um, it was great. I'm
3: going to buy it one day when I see it for cheap, used, uh, and just fast forward through the you, first you 30 You can get minutes. it new at a I have, for $5. I also, bucks. Think,
2: oh, God, I, almost, I also
0: think that that King Kong is the best dinosaur movie ever made. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Quite possibly. So you're, you're like uh, the big monsters. Kong? Yeah. Is Kong. There, is there a Godzilla. specific one that, that fits in your heart more? Mothra? Uh, King Kong Lives.
3: Where they give him the artificial heart for some reason? Rodan. <laughs> what
0: about Rodan?
3: Oh, I fucking love Rodan, dude. I had a
5: Rodan toy. Which one was the one that has the two little teeny tiny girls? That they all, have? Of them. Mothra, all of them. Mothra. All of them. Mothra. Is that they Mothra. sing to Mothra? Yeah. Mothra? They sing the song that summons Mothra.
3: Mothra, <laughs> Mothra. I used to sit. Um, Thank you. My, that was excellent. Thank my you. dad was the head bartender at a play, at the Wesser Club, mm-hmm. uh, which is was like. During the 70s and early 80s, it was like the biggest club in Utah, where it was this big honky-tonk club. And I would go down there uh, during the day and hang out with my dad, Nate pork rinds, mm-hmm. and watch uh, Godzilla movies yes. on Channel 13. Channel 20 at the time. Channel 20. Channel and, 20, the um, creature feature on yeah.
5: Saturday afternoon. That's where I saw all my Hammer movies. Right.
3: Yep. And uh, I don't know. Those, uh, I love those movies.
4: War of oh, the yes. Gargantuas. Yeah.
3: And uh, my dad introduced me to Captain Cutlass when I was a child. Is that local
4: a kind uh, of whiskey. Light, light so, so local is a local. Uh,
0: yeah, local. Krusty the Clown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, he was he manned a lighthouse and he played Popeye cartoons and and
5: Larry Buster Crabs, Flash Gordon and the Flash Gordon. Oh yeah, the old God! Gordon. And remember, we go to, go to commercials. He'd go to commercials. We'll be back in a flash with Flash and come back after commercials yeah. and play Flash Gordon. Yeah.
0: And but but only like a minute or two of them. Yeah. He'd, he'd chop them up and get all the talking out of it, so you would just see it's Thon and his Lion Man, oh, and they run in. It's- the mud men the mud men yeah, they come out of the walls so uh giant monsters giant monsters kong spin. specifically probably kong gojira i would have to say you know as much as i love godzilla uh huh kong was a better actor oh for sure <laughs> Emoted better. Kong had well Kong had, had more, more pliable but suit. Kong had more more heart. He had more story. He had more emotion. Well, but you're not thinking about uh,
3: later when Godzuki showed up. Yep. And uh, he Especially he only, in the cartoon. I mean, he could only make those little little smoke rings. Oh, and everybody right. on the boat's God, like God, you know I don't so
5: that. <laughs> no, Godzilla Titan's baby, I'll blow a fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great stuff. That's Godzilla on Monster Island.
0: Let me. Uh,
2: fuck are you? Don't <laughs> <laughs> let fuck.
0: Me, let me ask Jeff if uh, uh-huh. if this is the definition of a monster. Okay. Okay. Um, Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Oh.
5: Hannibal no. Lecter. Yes, he is. He's a human. monster. Is he a monster?
0: I think he is. Oh, this no, is Jeff. He's, Cl- just well, he's just a psycho. He's just a psycho. Because see, to me, monsters never scared me because I knew they weren't real. That's why you
5: like the slasher which movies. Which is why
0: I like the slasher movies, especially the, like the Friday the 13th and the Texas Chainsaws. Yes, th- and, th- and... Those,
4: those are monsters, and there are three movies with Hannibal Lecter, which I would argue is a horror movie series. I would.
0: So uh, that is, to me, my favorite monster because he, he could be anybody. You
5: really loved Rob Zombie's Devil's Rejects movie, didn't you? I
0: did, actually. I did, too, it. actually. I mean,
5: it, that's one of those that movies that... scared the shit out it, of me. It makes me cringe, especially the unrated version where the chick gets hit by the diesel truck and they show the, the 75-foot smear of her on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's disturbing stuff, but it was pretty well made. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: See, that's why that's why I, I know that, that you're especially afraid of uh, like the drag-me-to-hell type stuff. And Shannon's the exorcist. afraid of demons. Because you because you do have the demon fear. I don't like demons. And and you know, being a, an atheist pretty early on, I, I was never pretty funny. I was never afraid of ghosts. I was never afraid of of uh, you know all those kind of supernatural. You were never monsters. in a situation
2: where like you got creeped
0: out by there no. could be something in the house. Only when I was a kid, when I was being fed that, when I was being told about imaginary people and imaginary things. Then I
4: bought into it. And but, Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny scared him shitless. All
0: of that. Hey, we're in December, okay? <laughs> Kids might be. Kids, there is a Santa. No, I'm not going to lie to you. But no, I was, I was fed all alert. that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I was fed all that as a, at a young age, and it scared me then. But at a certain point, I think it was like when I was 16 or something, it stopped scaring me. Although Poltergeist was a scary show.
3: Oh, hell. Oh, God. For, I loved Poltergeist. Yeah, for,
0: for different reasons it was scary. Just the whole boom, jumping out thing. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that well, I... word
3: Craig T. Nielsen's pulling yeah. off
0: his skin? Exactly. What the fuck? No! Now, that doesn't Stop mean... It, Craig T.
3: Nielsen. That
0: doesn't mean I can't appreciate a, a fantasy-type show, like this, right. uh, like the Thor uh, comic. I, I love reading that, and the Thor movie is going to be great. And, you know, there are no Spider-Men, but I appreciate that. Uh, but to me, monster-wise, if you're going to get scared, it should be something that could happen to you. And to me, the psycho killer is the one
3: how do we know there's a, a giant gorilla somewhere
1: right. <laughs> well on a little island and
5: that's 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 where the realm of belief actually plays mm-hmm. with you because to some people um they they might think that uh you know big bearded guy in the sky is santa some people might call him god you might call it different things mm-hmm. you didn't you 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 conditioned yourself to not find the supernatural frightening mm-hmm. shannon grew up with a, a religious background when the he was really too. young where where that well, was pounded that's into the his weird head. thing
3: it's like i don't know why it's still there
0: because it, it's You're part of possessed. your psyche. That's part of your ingrained oh, it, psyche. It was. It was all put there at a young age, and you were raised with it. And yeah, you. Uh, I, kn- I know a lot of people who would just love to be atheists because I talk with them about it, and they go, "God, I wish I could just let that go." But you know what?
3: Ugh, I my, just can't. My, grandma... well, my my family's not super religious. You guys have met my family. Yeah. Well, yeah,
5: but yeah, but when I met you, you were talking a lot of the Catholic line. And, and you even, even though you hadn't been in years, mm-hmm. and that was still such a part of your life.
0: And, and, I, I, and not to, not to uh, make a little pun here, but it is kind of beaten into you. I mean, all the Catholics I know.
3: Well, I was smacked right around a bit. Exactly.
0: Exactly. It's beaten into you. You're given the, the Negative fear. Negative reinforcement. Of, yeah, you're given the fear early on, so that's probably why it's hard to shake. But this goes to. Okay. Oh. Oh. Well, that's why oh. those
3: goddamn ghosts, all those jackasses with their ghost hunter shows. Exactly. No, oh, what was that? Oh, that oh. Do you feel cold? Exactly. <gasps> my feet are cold. I yeah, think there's a ghost in there. Table, <laughs>
5: there's there's a couple houses I've been into in my lifetime, and there's there's one in the town in Oregon that I lived in. Enough weird stuff happened in that. Even just walking by it, it gives you the wiggins. You just feel mm-hmm. it going by. But it gives your, it's your the sneaky Wiggins? Yeah, I just
0: yeah. I and just, and and I say to you, that's an that's an amazing marketing campaign. It would be. Mm-hmm. And this
5: situation was, I knew something was wrong with the house before I knew anything was wrong with the house.
0: Ah, okay. So, which leads me to this about how our fa- how our fandom and our geekiness shapes oh, okay. us at an early age. Are you ready? I'm going to make you think again, Mr. Pierce. Oh, God it. It. oh, Sorry about this. This is a book by Michael Chambone called Bone Manhood for Amateurs. Oh, Michael Shabon, yeah. Shabon, Shabon, yeah.
5: Um, and he gets into fandom. I really don't mind amateurs around my manhood. <laughs>
0: Uh, Let me just read you a little bit. I heard it was mostly
2: professionals, though.
0: the The solitary and communal sides of fandom. (laughs) The uh, uh, Chabon grew up like many of us as a solitary geek, nothing to share his, no one to share his obsession with. His first essay in the book talks about how he even tried to start a local comic book fan club with his mother's help. They even paid $25 to rent a room for the first meeting, and only one other boy showed up, immediately left before he could get sucked into what he called this loser's club.
5: So he's saying he had a hard time getting a room with his mom?
0: (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. He even suggests that fandom and the artistic drive come from the same impulse. This is what he writes. Uh, This is the point to me where art and fandom coincide. Every work of art is one half of a secret handshake, a challenge that seeks the password, a heliograph flashed from a tower window, an act of hopeless optimism in the service of bottomless longing. Every great record or novel or comic book convenes the first meeting of a fan club whose membership stands forever at one, but which maintains chapters in every city, in every cranium in the world. You can jump in here at any time you want.
5: I said this is a big talk from a guy who was trying to get a room with his mom.
0: <laughs> Art, like fandom, asserts the possibility of fellowship in a world built entirely from the materials of solitude. The novelist, the cartoonist, the songwriter knows <laughs> that the gesture is doomed from the beginning, but makes it anyway, flashes his or her bit of mirror... Not on the chance that the signal will be seen or understood, but okay. as if such a chance existed. I'm
5: calling bullshit right here and now. Because, okay. frankly, I'm I'm not a bad illustrator. Uh, and the main reason why I got to drawing good is because I really wanted to see what Sue Richards looked like without a costume. <laughs> But he's saying that that's what shaped you. Yes, that was not my secret handshake. That was my
2: secret, secret handshake.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, well, well, come on. Well, 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 let, well let me.
0: Well, well, let, no, I know. I think I see what he's saying Is okay. there? There is more to come. But go ahead.
5: True art comes
0: from pain.
3: Oh, that's it's bullshit.
5: It's true. No that, no, that is true.
0: bullshit. The I'd best, wait.
5: the best stuff most artists I've known that have ever the best work they've produced have been through extreme emotional upheaval. Not necessarily pain. It could be extreme love. It could be extreme. Something that, that stimulated their emotions so passionately or so strongly that that they were able to put it out there. Your average, that's why I think the National Endowment for the Arts for an illustrator is hysterical. Hey, let's just give this guy a bunch of money so he doesn't have to do anything anymore and see what kind of art they produce. There won't be any. You know, you, starving artists, is, it's its a so great cliche, say, but it's true.
0: You do believe in the suffering.
5: I, I think that some really good work comes from suffering or from extreme states that that produce that. You have to have an emotional state to produce from. If you're just contemplatively happy, you're going to produce contemplatively happy art.
4: Anyone? Okay. I just, I, 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 by the go. way, I would just like to point out, <coughs> first off, I mispronounced his name. It's Michael Chabon. Okay. And this is the guy who wrote Cavalier and Clay, by the way. This so, is? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: He continues. Uh, well, the article says here, more than ever, Shabon uh, uses superhero comics, Star Wars toys, and Doctor Who's Daleks as signposts to the masculine imagery. He geeks out about these things as if they were the only points of certainty in a shifting, illusory world. We hang on to geek like it's a religion, safety, secure world. Okay. Here's where he makes his Think point. so?
2: Hang on to it like... No, I, do you think I so? Think about, about it. I mean, I'm sorry. It.
0: No, let's. We can stop here. I'm do we? Sure do we hang on to it I'll because it's like a religion? It makes us feel well, safe. Yes. I've often said it's a secure world. I can answer what, that, but go ahead. But what is All the right? difference
3: than us, like really believing in the teachings of
0: like Captain America? I could use that point. Well, I learned my moral compass from Superman and Spider Man. And sure. Some of you guys right. coming
5: off the prequels, it was almost like finding out the
0: Bible was a load of crap. Sure, (laughs) exactly. Is it safe to be a geek
2: these days? I'm just asking. Or maybe
0: it makes you feel safe is what he's saying. And that's where your shape came from because it made you feel safe. This was a world that you were welcome in. Hmm?
1: Hmm?
2: Uh, Well, I guess if if we're talking about the world that I inhabited that nobody else knew about, okay. (laughs) But, you know, it wasn't like you could go to school and go, Wow, I love that Captain Kirk. No, you couldn't. No, that's bullshit
3: because when I was in junior high school, most miserable time of my life, mm-hmm. honestly, I made it through because I met two other guys exactly that yes.
0: still... Uh, Believed in it. Hmm. Well, still... Uh, that's the only way I got through junior high. Right,
3: still played with their Transformers. Mm-hmm. brought the Transformers and their muscle men to school. Mm-hmm. And we sat and talked about it. And then later... Um, it, I got through it because I met two other guys towards the end of junior high that were just as much in the comic books as I was.
0: Mm-hmm. You and, know? and that's I,
3: sort of the point I think Shape on is now, making.
0: Well, let me let me finish up here.
3: It's, it's a common ground. It's common ground. Mm-hmm. It's a common dialogue that you can have. With somebody that you don't know from Adam. I'm going to tell and I'm not picking on Brian
5: here by any means, but Brian Young and I have next to nothing in common, but we can sit and talk Star Wars until we're blown in the face. Oh, yeah, for hours. And, uh, yeah, he's a really bright guy. I actually feel stupid when I'm in the same room with Brian
3: sometimes, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we can wow, talk Star Wars.
5: Wow, you must be him. really stupid. <laughs> Sorry. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, see, would, that's why, why I kind of Brian. look at
3: him like a Muslim he's
0: a star wars muslim yeah i, I mean, don't agree with his beliefs at all
5: <laughs> uh, Yeah, all that and that cartoon i drew of george lucas and he made me a death threat
0: well before before i move on from the uh, safe secure world uh-huh. you can go into my toy room oh. and you can find a lot of stuff from age three to about 15 that's most of my collection the stuff that i kept so there's that okay Manhood," he says, seems to be say, he seems to be saying, is improv. You create yourself on the fly in roles as perplexing and diverse as husband, father, lover and friend, and hope to project an impression of knowing what you're doing. The fact that Chabon deconstructs masculinity while putting together so many elephant, elements of science, elephants of science fiction yeah. <laughs> turns nerd culture into a set of anchor points. If you've suspected that fandom signs and collections of ill-fitting clues were markers in someone else's inner cosmology, just as they are in yours, then you will bond with this book. This is uh, Charlie Jane Anders uh, wrote this uh, review of this book.
4: It it made us who we are today. I kind of want to read this book. I'm fascinated. And Michael Chabon, by the way, is a great, great writer. It's
0: called Manhood for Amateurs. Yeah. And uh, apparently most of it is geek, geek-shaped your life. Yeah. Yeah, is what he's saying. I can see that. So, way. what does that say about your favorite monsters and you? Oh, Go. God. Jesus yeah. Christ! I'm sorry. I am the geek Oprah. And, Go and, ahead. And do, you, do you have to? Okay, type? I, I, I am
2: enthralled oh. with vampires because it was always my intention that no one would ever find out who I really was.
4: Oh.
0: Okay. Yes,
2: and, and that's a self analytical yeah, of my mother and, going <laughs> and, to and,
4: be and, and for me, were werewolves. I was a painfully shy kid who would never let his personality out because it was dangerous. But just, once in a while. Yes. Once in like, a blue just moon. Just like the werewolf.
0: Mm. Sexy Dracula. You like, care to respond? I like <laughs>
5: sex.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I I think uh well no, there's uh, I really do think uh actually Get really psychological with. I always found uh, dating and uh, anything involved with relationships really, really confusing. Because as anyone who's been in the dating scene knows, uh, the person you're with one day is a completely different person the next day. And I found that the uh, that the vampire movies that I liked uh, definitely made it seem a lot
0: classier than mm-hmm. what dating really was. Okay, but, uh, all right, Kong. <laughs> <laughs> You big gorilla. You big gorilla, you. What do you think? Uh, I don't
3: like thinking about it this much, honestly. <laughs> I'm
2: um, sorry. wishes <laughs> he could well, hold
3: Jessica in I'm sitting here thinking about it. Okay.
2: There's a little wisps, of smoke coming out of his ear. There's some kind of short. No. Uh,
3: some of my favorite. Uh, so, Kong. Yeah. Godzilla. Okay. Who's my absolute favorite fucking superhero of all time?
5: Superman. Superman. No.
0: No.
5: The Hulk. The Hulk. Oh God, I went out of DC. Sorry, Shannon. Yeah, that's right. You're, 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 you're the just giggly about the Hulk. When you found the the superhero squad Hulk, what seven years ago? Yeah. You were just giggly as hell, Jackhammer Hulk.
2: You've always wanted and to I be think, uh, made a public. Uh,
0: have I? Uh, have I uh, saved you uh, uh, money on therapy just now? Or have
2: has he cost
0: you money? Or have me? I cost you money? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me. Let I think me, I'm the
3: misunderstood guy that just wants to be left alone. Let me. Let Ooh. me just. Uh,
0: oh. There you go. Yeah, I and I won't even approach Jesus with Zach. He <laughs> wants to joke. start
4: his own religion. Mine <laughs> is a joke,
0: but I
2: probably relate with Jeff's analogy. The werewolf.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I am Hannibal Lecter, and we will end on that. Uh oh. Fear me. Oh, I do. <laughs>
4: <laughs> One day, our last well, podcast of the recording will be our last. Yes, and you you know, will it's all just all gonna be... be
5: a bunch of empty plates of food and Kerry wiping his mouth. Yes, you will you all are be
4: delicious. Mm, you are wonderful. Different, mm. different segments. He'll be wearing each of our faces. Let, let me just,
0: <laughs> Let me just say, the fat is where the flavor is. Mm, mm, no, I'm delicious. <laughs> But this is—it's not just monsters, though. I don't want to freak you guys out. It's just he brought up monsters. It could be said about any of the geek that you are in, mm-hmm. that you are into. It shapes
5: about a guy who loved Highlander like it was a religion for twelve years. I don't know. No, I don't we either. could sit
0: down and talk. I about think it. he. Can't, I think he kidnapped <laughs> Elizabeth Smart. <laughs> but I mean, think about think about your geek That's from when you were twice. a kid. You know. <laughs> I don't know why you
5: keep relating me to that guy. You talk about this off the show. Because you, you were a street preacher
0: for a long
6: time. Yeah,
5: not that kind of street preacher. I was preaching the gospel of the Jedi Order. Not. It's true. Taking 14-year-olds in the woods and making them your love slaves. So yeah. That's just
0: not... That no. was book two. So. No! <laughs> so this
3: is uh, December 7th, right?
0: Yes, it's, this is.
3: Yeah. yeah, Go see the Ghost in the Shell 2 at Westminster. Do
0: you have the info? He just he wants to be up Westminster? Oh, uh, saltlakefilmsociety.org. I'll probably yeah. have that.
4: Right? Okay. It's anime. It's a Whatever. very attractive yeah, little campus. A lot of people are into that. <laughs> if you like that kind of thing.
0: A lot of people are into the anime. I know. I went to the anime convention when I was in town. Lots and lots.
4: Yeah. So go see it. It's free. Yeah, it's free. It's
3: free! Uh, um, and tell uh, Sean Desolate. Geek Show says, hey. says, hey!
0: And he needs to say, hey to Geek Show. That's the response. Okay. And uh, just on a lighter note, I don't you, have a lighter note. I'm terribly like, sorry. As, uh, hey,
4: you know what I'm, what I'm tempted to say now based on that monster conversation? Mm-hmm. Maybe our December movie night ought to be our favorite monsters. I, just,
0: I
5: want to show Machine Girl for a movie night.
3: Please. Hmm. Just All I know it. is Sherlock Holmes is trying to sell me taquitos
2: coffee.
3: And coffee. <laughs> and coffee. It's Our Slurpees. It's,
2: that's how I'm planning to spend Pardon? some time on Christmas Day.
3: You haven't been to 7-Eleven lately? No. no.
2: Is it all sure? Solve your
3: hunger. Go-go <laughs> <laughs> really? taquitos. 99 cents, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: Okay. Really? Well, does the ad
0: actually say mother? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. Well, the next movie night is the 27th. That's Elementary, cr- my dear. That's, uh, that's Christmas weekend, so that's a perfect opportunity for you to get away from your family. So think about that, and we'll come up with a theme. Yes. And we'll have it for you. Geekshowpodcast.com is where you will find that information first. So uh, join us then. We show parents. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, Watch us on uh, Comcast Channel 1, Utah On Demand, About Town Geek Show. That's that's different steps that I'm giving you there. Anything before we leave? I'm sorry to make everyone's head hurt. I. uh... I That's just, okay. I, I mean, you just totally went, dis-
3: deconstructed my whole I'm sorry. I, I was in therapy this week. Week I, after you know, week, I'm thinking.
0: You know, I'm just going to go home well, and let me just,
5: see if anyone else in my family thinks I'm going to kidnap a 14-year-old. Well,
0: Did I really do that twice? Yes. <laughs> sorry. So well, let, let me just say, I was in therapy this week, and we talked about because I'm an atheist, I don't have the voice to, to channel. And, uh, you know, she's the most people go Jeebus or whoever. Right. Uh, we, we need to find you a, a, a voice to channel. Okay, what will that be? William Shatner. Uh, William Shatner. Uh no, actually, I did not go Kirk. I went Captain America and Jiminy Cricket.
5: Well, oh, Jiminy Cricket is a, an obvious choice for yes. you.
0: But he was just Jiminy Cricket was a close tie with R2D2, just so you know. I would we go didn't... I would go Bandit. <laughs> bandit from Smokey and the Bandit? Hell yeah. Oh, I thought you meant that guy, that little dog. That guy from lived Johnny quite a Well, he, all he did was show off, though. I don't show off. I show the hell off. You do make pussy yeah. jokes. You do Kong.
3: And I am the master of the pussy joke.
0: That's right. All right, let's uh, let's leave. And thank you for uh, for downloading this show. Sorry able to make your head hurt like that. Uh, <clears throat> anybody? Uh, uh, you want to, uh, Shannon? You want to think about how
1: Bam. ham? I was <laughs> <laughs> raped by a ham as a child.
5: I want to know how just my just manhood was developed by city. ham.
0: There's your light note. <laughs> Good night,
1: ham. <laughs> All them jokers kept around Just like the scarecrows in hometown Yes, scarecrows in hometown From a screen to screen Them a traveling But I'm a last. Mr.